Business Monday. Uh, with me tonight, we have my co-host, Peter Ray Allison. Good evening, everyone. And back again, Greg Robertson, a.k.a. Darth Vel- Elvis. Hot dang! How's it going, everyone? <laughs> I'm trying to it's think. It's been too when, long since I heard that. When was it? When was it? We had you on last. What year was it? Two at twenty, twenty one, twenty two. Did we have you on? Twenty one. It was twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah. Because I was in my rent the place. I think still when we when we did it and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. So, <laughs> Greg, for anybody who didn't watch it the first time, uh, who are you? What do you shame do? on you? Shame, shame on you if you're not watching. <laughs> who are Shop you? It, what is it you do? So my name's Greg. I uh, I'm based up in the northeast of Scotland, the Outer Rim Territories, as they would call it. But, north of the uh, wall. <laughs> north of the wall. I'm, um, I guess, better known as uh, Darth Elvis, uh, Star Wars parody artist, uh, uh, Sith rock and roll king, uh, Dark King of the Sith. Many, many different acronyms and names and titles. and um, So, yeah, I do, I do Star Wars theme parody songs and some originals as well. Uh, but doing that, it'll be 16 years this year now. Really? Uh, yeah, it started in 2007 at the original Star Wars Celebration Europe. Um, uh, July 2007. And, uh, yeah, been been doing it ever since. And uh, releasing music all the time and... Uh, not gigging so much now, as uh, we'll, we'll probably cover off later on. Uh, I'm, I'm retiring from gigging soon. But, um, yeah, still going to be releasing music. New track coming out this Wednesday for uh, example. Yeah, because yeah, the first time I saw you, I think, was about 10 years. It must have been about 10 years ago at Sci-Fi Weekender. Yeah. And I was thinking, Elvis, Star Wars, how is this going to work? <laughs> and it did. <laughs> Wonderfully. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And no, it's been there was that song um Falling to Pieces by Faith No More, which you covered as um uh, what was it? Uh, Cloud, Cloud City's Falling to Pieces, wasn't it? No, Falcons yeah. Falling to Pieces. Falcons Falling to Pieces. Yeah. And it just seeded into my mind. <laughs> well, I'm hoping to rec- that's one I haven't I've never recorded, and that is one that I'm hoping to record in the next couple of months. Uh, oh, excellent. Um, it, it's it's been one that's we haven't done since I think, or I haven't done since that around that time. So it's been about ten years. Uh, and Mike Patton's one of my vocal heroes, so oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely he's need to awesome. record. So good, yeah, so good. I yeah, I just faith no more, Mister Bungle. Um, oh, what's the other Phantom one? Ass, Phantom Tomahawk. Yeah, Tomahawk, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he, he also did like... Dillinger Escape. He did a thing with Dillinger, Dillinger Escape Plan as well. So the, his Tom the Come to Daddy covers. Amazing. so good oh. <laughs> and also he does like he does like voice voice acting work like yep. he screams and everything it's like yeah okay yeah i can see that yeah 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 it's fantastic so yeah definitely that would be one getting recorded but yeah it's crazy that 10 years is uh yeah it's unbelievable and uh yeah this i guess announced kind of today it's not really been announced it's kind of leaked out they haven't really announced it but uh, I'll be joining uh, Blues Harvest on stage at uh, the next Sci-Fi Weekend or next month. So they're so good, Blues Harvest. They're really good. I saw Blues Harvest last week. Oh, ah, excellent! At the Mandalorian Forge, they were the band that were playing there. Ah, nice one. You were there, brilliant. I gutted I didn't get to go to that because uh, yeah, it would have been fantastic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> best scar. I got the best car. Uh, I mean, it's weighty stuff. I mean, it's like re- some excellent detail on it. 
That is brilliant. That is. And got decent weight for years. I was I was there literally. It's one of those brilliant moments of synchronicity where I had to be in London for a tech conference on Thursday with the kind of pre-event social the evening before, which was having the two days that the Mandalorian Forge was in London. <laughs> I said, would you like to come down a bit earlier, Mr. Allison? I went, yes, please. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yes. So busy, right in London 12, walked straight over to Piccadilly Circus where the, where the Forge was, and then just waited to be let in. <laughs> I don't have any tickets. I'm going to wait an hour and a half. Did you wait? An hour and a half? Did you wait an hour and a half? Well, I got there at twelve thirty to outside. It didn't open until two. Ah, right, I was yeah. the first one there. <laughs> That's dedication for you, Pete. And I'm just going. <laughs> I am such a nerd. But, uh, but worth the wait, though. It was worth it. I mean, like um, that camera thing that you did, the video you put on, that was awesome. That was really oh, good. Yeah, I got to wield the dark saber. Nice. And they had like this. Um, rotoscope like no it's a camera that was held that world round upside down and everything and you meant to stand there and like wield the dog saber <laughs> and i know kung fu <laughs> and we're doing um we use well, i'm learning a form at the moment called the back cow where we used to bocken a wooden uh, training sword so I just start wielding that around. Yeah, you can, t- you can t- tell Pete to be honest that you know how to use a sword, pro- uh, even a, a bit, because the way you f- you flicked it at the start, and it's just like, ah, yeah, okay, he knows how to. Knows use what it. he's doing. He knows how to use a sword. <laughs> oh yeah, and the guy at the end goes, "That was good." <laughs> I just turned around. I know kung fu. <laughs> Challenging my inner Neil. Um, yeah, but the Blues Harvest was there. They had the forge there, uh, like you know, where you can get Beskar, and a bar was serving free drinks, including blue milk and the Mandalorian cocktail. And I was in my happy place. Ah, yeah. Until the boy went, come, sir, you have to leave. Now. You have to let others in. Like, <laughs> no! No! Oh, that's why I didn't get an invite because you know they don't want the, the Scotsman near a free bar. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well, yeah, yeah. I went to a free bar. We were at a the guys from Sneaky Zebra uh, got us invited to a free black dot after party at San Diego Comic Con, and it was a free bar. Oh man, it was messy, like so <laughs> messy. You know, an Irishman and uh gary from he's originally irish as well so it's just like drinking lots of booze just absolutely smashed never felt so horrible in my entire life it just <laughs> grim absolutely grim <laughs> I, I can't deal with hangovers anymore either now so i just don't drink as much and it's just like they're one-offs which i'll regret for weeks and then that's sort of kind of I don't, i'm not like in my teenage years where it's like you know we were we were, we were thinking back about it the other day it's like when we're in university we used to go out it was the ritz on monday satan's on tuesdays the place called the jam on wednesdays uh you had thursdays was uh was rock kitchen not rock kitchen was uh jilly's rock world fridays was jilly rock world <laughs> saturdays was Rock Kitchen, Sunday was a day of rest. So it's like six days out of seven we were just constantly fucked. <laughs> you made a very um uh well shocking statement early. You said you were no longer lagging after this bringing the, the light gigs to an end. Why is yeah. that? Well a few reasons. Uh obviously family life and stuff. I've got I've got wife and three boys uh, up here. Um and my bandmates are kind of scattered across the country now. Um, obviously, I was a bit 
will be five years this year that the, the Imperials broke up um, and the Darth Elves and Friends guys we've got uh, Andy from Blues Harvest he's one of the guys in the in the group and uh, Carl um, you may not have met Mooncat Drums who's my podcast partner um, he's in Birmingham so obviously north east of Scotland uh, northwest England and Birmingham down in the oh it's cast to the four winds yeah it was a bit logistic, a bit of a logistic nightmare, and um, yeah, it's, I'm saying reti- retiring from public performances. I might still do the odd private gig now and again. Um, if you know Lucasfilm, if you're listening, Disney, <laughs> <laughs> I'm available to come to the ranch. I do rap parties, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, the it was I think hashtag Cantina, the first one. Uh, which is a big gig we did uh, back in 2016 for Star Wars Celebration Europe 3 um, in London. We did that with, it was Ash and, again, Blues Harvest on the bill. Nice. Um, still to this day, you know, out of all the bands I've been in and all the gigs I've done, you know, UK, US, all over, um, it's still my favourite gig I've ever done. So when Hashtag Cantina 2 was announced, um, I kind of thought, well... I've been thinking about it. This is the good time to go out because going out in a high, I don't want to kind of, uh, you know, fizzle out. What I do, like a, a big, big final show um, and nothing bigger. I don't, you know, apart from playing Skywalker Ranch. <laughs> then hashtag Cantina 2. Yeah. Um, getting to perform with Ash again and the Blues Harvest. Obviously, level up Leroy, uh, our good friend, and um, DJ Elliot as well. Um so that was like written in the stars. I think that was that was the right show to go out on, and uh, so that's ninth of April final show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you have regrets, or just kind of like, are you feeling like it's time to kind of put the cloak up and just kind of like step step back from live gigs for a bit? Yeah, step back. For, uh, it might, you know, it might be for. I might end up coming out. I'll probably like you. Know, I'll do the gig. I'm like, oh, why have I, why have I done that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Why have I done yeah. That? <laughs> and then and then I'll be like, okay, get 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 a band back together and let's get back out there. But um, for the moment, that's me kind of like, yeah, focus more on recording uh, music videos, getting stuff out there online, yeah. and um, take a step back from gigging and then see what happens down the line. If, Excellent. If I, if I change my mind, I'll be back out there. But, uh, oh, brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> never say never, basically. Never say never. No, I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to get fit and, uh, and, yeah, training and all that. So if I get back, to, if I get to the Elvis 68 comeback, you know, waist yeah. size, <laughs> I'll be... I'll be ordering that leather jumpsuit and I'll be I'll be straight back out there. <laughs> well, I, I am I'm biking three times a week. I am like doing kung fu once a week. So yeah, if you get down to that, then I will do it. I'll be no, I won't be in a leather jumpsuit because that's not sight like you do not want to see. Yeah, I just my my like I used to be quite good gym wise, and I used to I was sort of in a good place. Now like just been eating so much shit all the time and it's just like the only joy i get in life is eating chocolate and crap and i'm just sitting there just not doing any sort of uh exercise i need to get back on it and i need to get like, sort of uh, yeah. five kilograms i think i need to get rid of i've got uh my mate who's he's ex-army now and uh oh. He's got a home gym, so he's kind of like three days a week. I'm at his house, personal training me to get me <laughs> get into shape. Uh, is he like one of those drill sergeant types where, like, right, get down and give me a hundred? 
Yeah, he's not quite so bad as that, but uh, <laughs> he has his moments, definitely. <laughs> Unforgiving. Unforgiving. Yeah, yeah well, they yeah. Are, are, the army like fitness test is pretty grim. Like I, 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 when I was younger, I was going to join the army, and um, for everybody else, when they did work experience, went off and worked in an office or worked in a bakery or worked somewhere normal i took myself to the army for a week <laughs> and then trained in the army for a week and uh, we had to do the uh the army fitness test and this was back in the day when i was fit and i played rugby and stuff like that so i came second out of like 76 people but it was just like it was it was horrible like i was physically sick afterwards it was just it was pretty bad <laughs> not when you have exercise are we Rick. No, I'm you know I'm sticking to it. I'm sticking yeah, to it. nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's doing me good so far, so I'm gonna stick with it. Excellent. I'm drinking the, the iron brew, sugar-free yeah. oh, version. Well, oh, so, is that what extra is? Iron brew extra. I thought it'd be sacrilege in Scotland, especially Glasgow. No, it's, it's diet iron brew is terrible, but iron brew extra is pretty good. Extra taste, no sugar. Bars, if you're listening, I'll take a sponsorship deal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can we, sponsor Geek Pride as well. Uh, and we had a uh, we had a, Scot- <laughs> a Scottish mate called Kev from uh, Dumfries, and um, he had we would call his wall of brew, and it was basically every dr- every can of iron brew he drank when we were in university in Salford. He he stacked on a wall in his wall in his university in our halls, and by the end of university, he had literally covered the entire wall with iron <laughs> with iron brew cans. <laughs> was just Sounds like a good lad. Yeah, <laughs> very 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 patriotic about his iron brew. Like there was no like I love iron brew, but this was like another level of of loving iron brew. You know. <laughs> It's the greatest drink in the world. Yeah. <laughs> okay, being, given you're based in Scotland, Sci-Fi Weekend is based in Great Yarmouth. How are you getting there? Yeah. <laughs> How long is that driving? Because it's, fi- it's five hours from where I am in Manchester. Five hours. It's got to be easy. It takes me... Ten. Yeah, Ten about... Cause cause yeah. 10, 11 hours, I think. Yeah, and yeah. I've never done it before. So, so this is my first time at Weekender in Yarmouth. Um, yeah. I'm, the times of the past I've played, it's always been at the, the Wales. Cliffwelly. Um, Cliffwelly, yeah. yeah. And, and Or Sheffield at the Sci-Fi. Oh, Mall. yeah, Sci-Fi. Yeah, I remember you, when we gigged, that was a good one as well. Yeah, so this will be the first one in Great Yarmouth. Um, but yeah, there's a, um, a good few friends in Aberdeen come down every year. Uh, so we're kind of mini bus sharing ah nice driving down setting off wednesday uh, i think thursday morning about two o'clock three o'clock in the morning oh my yeah, yeah. and driving through the night Ooh. <laughs> are you going to be there for the sfw awards yes yes oh, brilliant. For that. so yeah i'll be good fun uh it'll be my first time they've not been doing the awards long have they no it started 2019 then the pandemic came which kind of stopped it until november last year so yeah, the SFW Awards are kind of like the sort of in-house celebration for, you know, acts and personalities that, you know, have made an impact on Sci-Fi Weekender. Cool. Yeah, no, looking forward to that. I'll be good. And uh, I see Leroy's going to be DJing afterwards, which is always great. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I th- yeah, he's DJing afterwards. He's also DJing Saturday night as well. And yeah, yeah it's, it's a really good, really good lot of acts. We've got yourselves headlining Friday night. And yeah, so I'm really looking forward to this one. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's got it, I'm not going to. Oh. Go. I'm got it. 
It's just like it seems because every time because we Pete a lot we've had some really good guests on, including yourself, and they all say it seems like all roads lead to Sci-Fi Weekender and stuff. There's just so many sort of like you know interesting people, uh, sort of obviously congregate in that sort of convention. And yeah, I've not been. I, I was like I was tempted to go when it was in Wales, and then obviously it moved to Great Yarmouth, and I'm like, oh, that's a long way away for Matt. You know, it's five hours and stuff. You know, I'm just thinking. Phew. Great Yarmouth. Yeah. One big, dude, one big so, happy family, isn't it? Really, it is very much so. There's a lot of, there's a really powerful community spirit there. People just get to know each other. There's no barriers between guests and attendees. It's just we're all here. We're all here to celebrate our love of science fiction, fantasy, and horror. And it really comes across. You just find yourself talking to random people, and yeah, like having shots with Emily Booth. Yeah, yeah. which is um i met um comic book artists went and he's standing around having a few drinks and offered me a cigarette and like thank no thanks <laughs> yeah i think that the year emily booth was there i randomly appeared on stage with her doing i can't remember what it was was it a quiz or was uh not even like uh it was a talent contest or something yeah <laughs> Can you come up on stage and do, oh, what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sit there next to Emily. Okay, I'll sit next Emily, to Emily. Emily is lovely, though. She's really a really lovely person. Yeah, um, quite terrifying, but lovely all the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I was going to say, I was just, a bit of a random thing, but talking about cigarettes, I got offered a cigarette from Lance Hendrickson once when we went to a uh, convention. <laughs> we were right sort of like, talking to him and then he was like because we had to go outside because he wanted to smoke and then like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry Lance Hendrickson um, I, don't, I don't smoke <laughs> I've got a Lance Hendrickson story as well funny oh. I was at uh, Glasgow uh, filming Comic Con and uh, I was in the queue to get his autograph um, and I'd, my wife tried, was trying to phone me as I'm like, I'm literally in front of the queue I was like oh, Holly I'll call you back I'm just waiting to meet Lance Hendrickson and then I hung up on her and then Lance is like, oh, no, let's phone her back. <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't pick up. She left, you left her a message on her, on her phone. But <laughs> no way. It's <laughs> amazing. That's amazing. It's really. Oh, uh, that's amazing. <laughs> it's Bishop Holly. <laughs> Record that message and save it. Yeah, totally. Um, she never did, I don't think. Sadly. Oh, no, that's sacrilege. Yeah. 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 I mean, um, I see. You're, uh, you're very big in Star Wars, obviously, for some strange reason. What's your current perception? Oh, oh very nice. Mandalorian shirt on, yeah. yeah are, you look, are you looking forward to the Mandalorian uh, on Wednesday? Yes, big time. Can't wait. Um, it, it's kind of spoiled at the moment because we've obviously had the bad batch on since the, what, the 4th of January. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just um, haven't got into the animated stuff for some reason. Somebody, I, I, like people were, I never watched the um, Clone Wars when it came out. And then somebody said, "Like you need to watch the Clone Wars," and I watched the first season and a half, and was just like, "I'm oh, just not, it's not doing much for me." Uh, and then oh, said, it gets, it gets better as it goes along, and I'm like, yeah, "No," but yeah. I'm currently just, I wasn't like, I didn't hate it, but I was just zoning out and doing other things when it was sort of on. I was just like, I'm, I wasn't sort of, it wasn't sort of gripping me. To get that yeah. stuff, but uh, no, 100%. Clone Wars just improves as it goes on and on, and mm. same with excuse me, Star Wars Rebels as well. Rebels is fantastic, really good. Uh, Star Wars Resistance, mm, you can mm. really give that a bit of a wide berth, it's not... yeah. It's it was very 
odd. I think it was very, very much aimed at children. Yeah. It was very kind of a child Star Wars. Uh, Bad Batch is very much of the same ilk as Clone Wars. Clone Wars, yeah. But with a slightly different tone, I think. Yeah. So it's quite exciting to have, we're going to have Bad Batch and Mandalorian on a Wednesday for yeah. uh, sort of eight weeks or whatever. Um, Did you watch but yeah. Andor? Did you watch Andor? Oh, loved it as well. Yeah, yeah. so good. That's fantastic. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. Like, it's I think it's possibly one of my favorite live action. Like, Mandalorian's amazing, but I love Andor. So it was really good because I love Rogue One. Rogue One's like one of my favorite. Yeah. Film, you know, but Andor was just so, so good, so good. Really good. And I was uh, excited to see Scotland on film in in, a, in Star Wars, which was great. Where was, um, where was it filmed? So there's a couple of locations. They filmed in. Uh, Glen Tilt, which is uh, sort of Highlands, Perthshire, yeah, that yeah. kind of oh, yeah. Perthshire bit released out in the Highlands, and they filmed the the, the what's that episode called? Oh, in fact, it's on that laptop. Oh, Danny, I think it's the planet, uh, the one with the eye, you know, with the kind of like kind of yes. fireworky kind yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that's the Kruikin Dam in Argyll and Butte. Um, oh, nice. So I, I I went to visit there. May last year before Andor came out um, and they were they were due to shoot uh, start shooting on the Monday I think so they, they had gun turrets and things set up and like security guards watching it but I was like I said, no, you can't take photos and you can't take video and you know don't touch it and okay, okay. <laughs> snap, 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 snap. Did, did you play the don't you know who I am card <laughs> no I was getting I was getting like uh, warnings from the guys like oh I'm a I'm a bouncer for like all these big gigs at the uh, Glasgow Hydro and stuff and uh, I says could I not just climb on it and I says oh I'd have to, I'd have to rugby tackle you and I was like well oh, be worth it really <laughs> <laughs> totally worth it but no it's, uh, it's a great location if you, get, if you get the chance to go and check it out it's really nice uh it's just a heck of a walk <laughs> never totally underestimated how long it would take to get up to the top where that was and i was at the point of giving up and turning to go home when i said to oh, my wow. teenager uh who's with me and went, um if it's not around this corner Let's give up and go back down because we're going to be doing this forever and return the corner. And thankfully, there it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> what, what did what did your teenager say when he when he saw it? Oh, he was. <coughs> uh, he's, he's he's obsessed with Star Wars as well, and uh, yeah. especially uh, sort of Clone Wars uh, era stuff. Um, yeah. that's what he grew up with, and um, so he loved Andor as well. You know, the, the fact there was some clones in there too. And obviously, bad batches right up his street. So, oh, of course, yeah. Uh, he's 15, 16 this year. Oh, wow. But I've, I've got two younger ones as well. Um, seven year old who's now getting into uh, Clone Wars, and uh, eight year old who's uh, not quite into Star Wars at the moment, but you know, can, give, me, give it time, give it time. time, time and work to do there, but we'll get yeah. there. <laughs> is, is, your, is your missus into, into Star Wars? Yeah, she's a she's a fan as well. Not as not quite as obsessive as myself and uh, Elliot, but uh, definitely um, up there. Definitely up there. Um, big fan of uh, sci-fi and uh, fantasy stuff in general. Um, in fact, I knew she, I knew I was going to marry her the night we kind of first got together because she went back to her house and she's like, 
what video do you want to watch? Flash Gordon or Tron? I was like, <laughs> you're a keeper. That's, you keep That's you're my girl. Keeper. <laughs> <laughs> you're a keeper. We interviewed, yeah. uh, we interviewed, um, uh, uh, oh God, what's his, uh, oh God, Flash Gordon, what's his bloody name? Um, Sam, Sam Jones. Sam Jones. Yeah. Sam Jones. Um, I've got his, I've got his phone number actually on my, on my phone. But like, it was really random. I don't even know how it came about, but he was doing, he was like, ta- he did like Huddersfield, uh, Comic-Con or something. Or no, um, yeah. a thing with the, uh, Lash Lives or, 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 or you know, or something like that. It was something I got, for some reason I got sort of offered an interview with him and, um, they went, so he's currently doing sort of like mercenary business because he, he does sort of like um, private security stuff. Um, it, like as, as his other, is like his job. He's like a private security company and he was in Mexico <laughs> doing private security <laughs> and stuff. And they gave me his phone number and I like, I rang him and it was just like, nothing was happening. It was some weird tone and stuff. It's like, oh, I have Flash yeah. Gordon's phone number, and I had I had the Flash signed and everything on it and stuff, you know, just sort of like just because just in case he phoned me, you never know, and then that would pop up and stuff. And then like it didn't, I didn't get through. I was like, oh god, it's too good to be true. And then like I was driving to the shop, and then I just got this call, and all I hear is Flash. Ah, I was like, holy shit, holy shit. Sam Jones is phoning me. Sam Jones is phoning me. So I quickly got back to my house, picked up the phone, and he's like, hey, Matt. And I was just like, yeah, and he's just like, sorry, I'm in Mexico, and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, holy shit. So I was talking to him while on while he was in Mexico doing private security work about Flash Gordon. And I was just like, that was cool. <laughs> that was so cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how did you first get started as Darth Elvis? So if you, you've probably answered this numerous times and apologize, but yeah. I think for our listeners, how did you kind of first feel the pull of the dark side, so to speak? So obviously I've been a lifelong Star Wars fan um, and I've been a singer uh, all my life, but bands since I was like 15 years old. Uh, I'm almost 45 now. <coughs> um, <laughs> You're nearly 52, uh, Pete. Oh God. No, keeping up. Um, yeah, so also been in music as well. But um, 2005, I got a, a painting uh, from a friend, and it was uh, mixing two of my loves, Elvis uh, and Star Wars. So it's essentially what I wear on, or used to wear on stage. I'm slightly changed now. White jumpsuit, and the robes, and the glasses, and red lightsaber. And I was like, hmm, there's something there. And then kind of thinking more about it in... Uh, that was back in 2005, so two years before I started getting out in public performing. Um, Realised 1977 was the year Elvis died, the year Star Wars came out. The guy who directed the 68 comeback special for Elvis also directed the Star Wars holiday special. There's all these kind of little things kind of coming together. And then Songwords just started popping into my head for some of the Elvis numbers. And that kind of snowballed. And then I spoke to some of my old bandmates and some of the guys I used to manage in other bands and stuff. Like, Do you fancy doing something with this and putting something together? Um, and that's how we did the first Star Wars Celebration Europe, which was just me to a backing track. But uh, we'd recorded the tracks with uh, Nish, who was the bass player, Darth Hills and the Imperials, and um, 
the old drummer in my previous band prior to that and guitarist from that band as well. So that was how we all got started and then kind of snowballed from there. We, it was Darth Elvis and it was Darth Elvis and the Tatooine Trio and it was Darth Elvis and the Imperials and now obviously it's Darth Elvis and Friends uh, with obviously Darth Elvis now and again when I'm doing my own thing without the other guys. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it just kind of snowballed and then obviously we did Elvis songs for a long time only um, and then some other random Star Wars parody songs started popping into my head. Uh, Faith No More, uh, Falling to Pieces, yeah. um, Electric Six Gay Bar, which has turned yeah. into uh, a, a big fan favourite. Um, Kanja Club as well, uh, Green Day, Welcome yeah. to Paradise and stuff. Uh, and it was just a band practice. You'd be, I'd be in the room and then be singing one of the songs and I'd be like, stop, and then go, oh, hang on. And I'd sing a line, and it's like ah, the guys would be rolling about. It's like right, that's 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 next. We're doing that next. <laughs> yeah. It's coming, um, and it's just kind of gone from there. But um, how does that, how wait. does that, how do the royalties work for parody songs? I don't get anything. You don't get anything. <laughs> All right, okay. No, well, um, yeah. So we don't typically. Um, so we put out a CD back in two thousand and sixteen. I want to say. Yeah, 2016 we released four Darth Elvis and the Imperials um, and we did physical copies and it's on Spotify but it's not on like Apple Music or anything like that due to the like uh, licensing issues and stuff we'd have to too late now if we pay a certain license fee per song and then you can then release that to like Apple Music and stuff but because the band's broken up I'm not going to do that now but um yeah, it's the same with YouTube. You obviously get copyright claims when I put out the parodies. It's only the original, like Christmas singles, I've done. Yeah, but uh, we would see any money on if it ever got to that point. <laughs> but yeah, you, I think you would get a share, but it, it, you'd have to have a lot of streams and stuff to get to that point. Yeah, it's like zero point zero zero. Oh man, it's grim. Like my band's been on, my band's been on there for years. I don't think we've seen a penny. You know, it's just sort of like yeah. now and again we get a little bit sort of thing. But yeah, you, you get an awful unless you're hitting millions of millions of of uh, um, listens. Then yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah. So Christmas singles we did in the past, uh, very little came through from that as well. But that was one was for ourselves. The other one was a charity. Um, and that's always gone back to the charity and stuff. So, so it's just a labour of love then? Yeah, it's, it's absolutely. It's never been a money-making thing for me. It's all about uh, sharing my love of Star Wars and passion for music and uh, a way of saying thank you to George Lucas for uh, for inventing Star Wars and uh, keeping me entertained all this time. Not that he's ever going to hear me perform, but you never know. Yeah, but I mean, to be fair, you've ha- you've had some fantastic moments, and those memories will live on, you know, oh, for the rest of your life. I mean, you've met uh, Carrie Fisher, yes, for example, yeah. and, and others. So, I mean, you're going to thinking. I mean, I still remember the time like bouncing around to Darth Vader and the Imperials at um, Sci-Fi Weekend in the city, and then I think Darth Darth Vegas joining me on uh, me and Petey on the dance floor, bouncing around together, and became known <laughs> as the Dancing Pete's. The dancing peats, yeah. Well, I need to get that happening again. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, yeah, fantastic memories. And obviously, I'm not no no plans on stopping doing Darth Elvis. Just like yeah. I say, stop pulling back in the gigs. Um, but yeah, I've been lucky to play some fantastic shows. Obviously, Weekenders, um, 
uh, Star of Celebration Europe in London. Yeah. Um, Star of Celebration in Chicago and oh, Anaheim. Um, yeah, and has, as I say, hashtag Cantina was definitely the highlight for me. Um, and this year is going to be even better. Uh, hashtag Cantina 2 is shaping up to be great. Yeah. Um, I'll give you a bit of rundown for what's happening with that. So, uh, obviously, I mentioned earlier, DJ Elliott's performing. He's the stage host for the main stage at Celebration. Um, but he's also, uh, he DJs MCMs and uh, read pop events all over the world. Um, he's one of the official Disney World DJs, Disney oh, nice. World, Florida, the Florida Disney World, Disney, I can't remember, Disney World, Disneyland, whatever, <laughs> Florida. Uh, so he's DJing, obviously Level Up Leroy doing one of his video DJ sets. Um, Blues Harvest and myself uh, performing together. Uh, Blues Harvest have got Mike Quinn joining them for a song as well, um, who you might know as Nine Numb. Um, oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, he's he's joining them for a song and obviously Ash doing a special set, which uh, is always fantastic. Yeah. I saw I saw and speaking of Kung Fu, I was Kung Fu Santa uh, in December <coughs> on stage with Ash uh, in the Ulster Hall in Belfast. Fantastic. Oh, God, yeah, that was, yeah. How's was, that come about? That, well, since the first hashtag in Tina, uh, we've kind of become friends with Mark uh, from the band due to our mutual love of Star Wars. He's um, obsessed uh, and has an insane collection of <laughs> merchandise. But um, yeah, so I every year I, I uh, grow my beard at Christmas time, and I'm I do like Santa videos for local primary schools. Oh, nice! Um, and because I'd grown my beard and I'd had the costume from the primary schools, uh, I did some advertising for hashtag Cantina to in my Santa garb. Uh, some some a bit like fruitful fruity language and stuff if you like um, calling Mariah Carey everything under the sun uh, <laughs> and uh, Mark Mark saw those I sent and uh, I sent them to Mark and he saw that's brilliant and he they had a gig in London a couple of days before Belfast I was going to the gig in Belfast anyway it was a 30th anniversary show um, so. Mark was back backstage after the gig in London with a couple of my other pals. Um, Martin, who's one of the organisers of Cantina, uh, and Paul from Zampa Tracks. Uh, and they were talking about the Christmas gig in Belfast. And he says, oh, you should get uh, you should get Greg along. He's got a Santa suit. And he's like, and then the next day I got a message saying, pack the Santa suit. <laughs> and I arrived in Belfast and messaged Mark and says, that's me here. He says, oh, come, come along to soundcheck at five. Went to sound check. Uh, originally, I was maybe going to be joining them to sing a song, but uh, they had to cut the set down because they had so many special guests that night, uh, like Jim, Jimmy Nesbitt and uh, the Undertones, the uh, guitarist from the Undertones, guitarist from Snow Patrol. Um, some of their old school pals were up playing songs. Uh, so went into a band meeting like before, like they were sorting out the set, taking some songs out, rearranging a couple of things, and like. Do you want to come on for Kung Fu? I says, I'll, I'll come on for the whole set, dress as Santa if you want me to. Uh, and uh, like, oh, come on. And I was like, cool. I says, do you want me, because I'm coming on to Kung Fu, do you want me to bust some like Kung Fu Santa moves? And I was like, yes, do that. No way. It was broadcast for BBC 
I think BBC Sounds and BBC Northern Ireland. It was like streamed online and stuff. All oh, right, so, the way it's on YouTube. Oh, I don't know if it's on YouTube yet, but it was certainly on BBC. I don't know if it's still there. Um, oh, I'll go up to check that out. But yeah, it's uh, it was a oh, fantastic night. I think everybody yeah. everybody's got some sort of like in Northern Ireland, everybody's got an Ash story. You know, sort of got it. So <laughs> yeah. like, it's just like everybody knows somebody from Ash, and then there's so like you know, there's always an Ash story. And the Ulster Hall, if you've grown up, you know that in in Northern Ireland, you know, there's some sort of drunken story about the Ulster Hall. <laughs> Like I, <laughs> I remember, it's a great venue. Fantastic. Yeah. I like. I. I. I do. What, I haven't seen. I haven't seen any bands I really liked there. If it's just because I was younger, I was just going because a lot of bands didn't come to Northern Ireland when I was growing up. It was hard to sort of like obviously drown the troubles, so you didn't get a lot of bands. Yeah. The bands that did, and like I, I'm not a massive fan of Placebo, but I saw Placebo like two or three times there because it's like it's a gig <laughs> and there's going to be girls there, and you know, and I'm a teenager, and you know, this like we can get drunk and sort of like try my best to fail to get up with these girls, and um, so you go to the Ulster Hall, and I remember sort of going and getting like a load of like like drinks, like like loads of drinks, uh, and then going, shit, we can't drink these going to the Ulster Hall. What we'll do is we'll, we'll put them behind this sort of, like there was this sort of kind of, around the side of the Ulster Hall, there's like this sort of area um, where you, you, you put we could put our drinks and like nobody would know about it. We came, yeah. came out afterwards, went, oh, we'll go and get our beers and our, and our cider and stuff, and it wasn't there. And we're like, oh, somebody's pinched it. Fuck. Oh. So we walked off, and we were, we were beside the town hall. <laughs> we were beside the town hall, and... Um, bumped into this homeless guy and he's just like boys boys we're like what he's like hey guess what i found a load of booze when the ulster hall and he's sitting there with this big thing of cider where he literally just poured everything that was in there into this big sort of kind of used white lightning bottle and we were just like that's our booze you just drank but we said fine all right okay <laughs> That's a learning experience. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. You were paying it forward. You were paying. Yeah, it that forward. was it completely. Yeah. That guy had a great night. You know, we did. Yeah, <laughs> we had a great night. Yeah. So uh, hashtag Katina too. Obviously, uh, came around to Ash again. Um, and yeah, so celebration, Star Celebrations, coming back to London in uh, April, and this is taking place uh, on the Sunday night, Sunday 9th of April at uh, the Indigo at the O2. Oh, oh, nice. Which I'm excited to perform on because uh, Prince played there. And, um, oh, <laughs> huge Prince fan. And across the across the hall from us that night, you've got Elton John <laughs> playing the O2. Um, so you never know. Elton John you might never know. You might want to. Uh, yeah. You might throw a tantrum because there's stormtroopers walking about the O2. And, you know. Oh, that would be hilarious. <laughs> but there's, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good night. The, um, the organisers obviously got Mark from Ash is one of the organisers, my pal Martin Keeler, um, who's got the world's only Constable Zuvio Museum um, called the Zuvium. So if you're wondering anything about Constable Zuvio, go check out the Zuvium, his, uh, his Zuvio Museum. <laughs> and uh, Jed Shepard um, is one of our organisers. I don't know if you know Jed Shepard. He's... I know, uh, I know the name. He's writer of Host and Dashcam. That's why I know it. Yeah. Um, writer, director, uh, producer, you know, very much on the rise in his in the horror career. Um, in fact, I think his I think host and dash cam got voted the scariest movies uh, of the last couple of years. And oh, wow. 
I think some science studies have been done and hosts been named the most scariest film of all time or something. Um, but yeah, he, they're organising it and because of some of his background and contacts he's now got, um, there's going to be lots of photo ops and um, yeah, some some impressive photo opportunities, I think, on the night. And uh, they started announcing some signing gifts for the, the gig as well. So... Um, yeah, it's going to be a good good celebration of Star Wars. Yeah. Are you uh, going to be a Star Wars celebration itself as well? Yes, yeah. So, oh. um, again, taking my son to his, I'll be his first oh, nice. celebration. Although, kind of his second. He was he was uh, at the first one, but uh, inside my life. But <laughs> 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 that did get us a lot of uh, uh, bonuses because uh, Holly was very pregnant at the time. We thought, <laughs> like let into the main stage early so she get a seat and um just as i was away to perform on stage i was backstage uh kenny baker came past uh, and like, gave me that look of like what the fuck in <laughs> 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 my costume but my wife got in a lift and mark hamill came wandering in so she and she was just like <laughs> couldn't speak she didn't know what to say um but yeah yeah that was handy we got a lot of uh Perks from Holly being pregnant at the first yeah. in Europe. Um, so be interested you, to take him. I'm, uh, he's, he's excited to go to his first one, and uh, yeah, this will be my sixth one, I think. Oh just, wow! I've never, yeah. I've never been to one. Like uh, we were, it's just they've always fallen at times where there's been something else on, or I, I couldn't make it, and I was just annoyed that I've never been able to go. It's getting tickets is the tricky thing now. Yeah. Is, Sold out so fast this year. Um, they released some more not that long ago, but I think they sold out really fast as well. Um, yeah, it's sold out. And also, I, think, um, I get the impression that the, pretty much all the accommodation in London has been taken up by Star Wars Celebration uh, attendees. So it's that uh, cost of fortune as well. So yeah. Much. It was lucky because we were like a few of the guys, myself and my podcast partner, were at uh, Celebration Anaheim. Obviously, I did a gig there as well. Um, we were sitting in the closing panel, sitting there going, if they announced London, we're going to hit book a hotel room straight away. And that's what happened. They announced London. We went straight on to like Premier Traveling or whatever yeah. and book, booked a room. It's like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Get it up, you. Yeah. <laughs> thinking ahead. Thinking ahead. Yeah. Yeah, in the same room now is like four or five hundred pounds. Oh, it it's be. absolutely mad. Like you have to be able to book well in advance and stuff. But it's like it's the same. Like I would love to go to Dragon Con, but as soon as that's announced, yeah, you know, hotel rooms are just absolutely just up, and it's so hard. It was the same when we went to San Diego Comic Con and stuff. It was like all the hotels were absolutely hammered. That being said, we managed to get a um a uh, what's it called an Airbnb like on sort of just outside of where where it was and um it was actually quite cheap and taxis were super cheap so it wasn't too bad i might uh might try that with um dragon con sometime if i can go outside of Atlanta somewhere yeah my, my pal my pal got a good deal on accommodation I, again airbnb for star Wars celebration in chicago um and it wasn't until <laughs> that every single um what do you call them? Uber driver. Every single Uber driver dropped us off. I think bar one said, don't go out at night. Like, what? what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't go out at night. You can't go out at night here. No, get in an Uber, you know, call an Uber, get in the Uber, go, some, go somewhere. You can't go out at night here. Uh, and the first the first night we went out, 
it's like eight or nine o'clock at night to go and get some food because like we're you know traveled all that way and uh right in the vicinity you had a mcdonald's you had a kfc uh domino's uh uh, popeyes all of them shut at eight and nine o'clock at night and this was on like a wednesday night it's like what the hell's going on here but it's just apparently lots of shootings in that neighborhood oh wow we went to mcdonald's we went to McDonald's for the for breakfast, and there was like armed security guard in the in the McDonald's <laughs> breakfast time. I was like, "Wow, that's mad!" Okay, that's insane. And we did get we did get some food that night from like a local chicken joint, but uh, they they were behind like I'm guessing bulletproof glass and stuff. Oh, that's, <laughs> wow. that's insane, man! That's mad. That's yeah. mad. As you speaking of Mozo, what's been the it's reaction? Fun, yeah, I mean, what's been the reaction to Darth Elvis from like you no know, America compared to the UK? Uh, yeah i know it's, it's exactly the same it's fantastic right, okay. um so i've done done two shows over there uh both it's like celebration uh tide events so the the costume groups all always put on a big party each year yeah um so the one in chicago's again with blues harvest um we played the museum of science and industry oh nice uh, which is the weirdest venue to play but fantastic yeah, um, and it was like three thousand, you know, Star Wars fans, costume group guys and girls there, um, and the atmosphere was amazing. Folk were singing along with all the songs. Um, I got a, a conga line going around the thing, <laughs> <laughs> um, and in Anaheim this uh, last year uh, it was a band called the Flux Capacitors. Oh wow! Oh, uh, I've heard them. I've heard yeah, them. they do a lot of. Um, Sort of corporate gigs they're on that there's a back to the future documentary used to be on netflix they're on that and they've done stuff with ghostbusters and uh, uh stranger things have been involved with official parties for those oh nice like and stuff um so play with them in chicago eh, not chicago anaheim um yeah the same thing the audience is singing along to chief palpatine and um somebody came up to me after after the gig and was like you know it was worth like the hundred and twenty five dollars for this ticket just to hear Akbar, that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, it's it's great. It's a, I've always had a great reaction from you know UK, US, whatever. Yeah, uh, it's always been. Doug, I've I've had very few negative comments in uh, sixteen years, which has always been. Uh, yeah, well, there's always going to be uh, that one person, that one person that just goes. No, I don't like this. I am a purist, and I think it must be done properly. Like, no, no, just <laughs> no. Enjoy, evolve, expand. We used to play in a bar in Manchester, and the guy, there was a guy who was there every gig, every gig nonstop, but he fucking hated us. And it was just like, but he was only there because that was his drinking place, and he wasn't going irrespective of who was playing, so it didn't matter that there was a heavy metal band playing there. He was just going to sit there and give us dirty looks and, and mouth off to us and stuff because that was his, that used to be his bar before it turned into a rock bar, into a rock bar and stuff. <laughs> it was just like... I've had a couple of weird things happen at gigs. So I had did a gig in Aberdeen, uh, hometown. Um, I think it was a it wasn't a charity gig. It was a like a local Aberdeen all day event for kind of mini festival thing in one venue. Um, and this guy came up to us after the set and said, "I hate Star Wars. I hate Elvis. Will you play my wedding?" <laughs> That's amazing. Did you, play, did you play his wedding? We played his wedding. He's divorced now. They're divorced now. But okay. It wasn't me. <laughs> uh, 
And then another time we did a gig in this really uh, well, rough pub in Inverness. And obviously I, I come in, I come on stage with my white Elvis jumpsuit and with my robes and stuff. And the entire set, we played like, I think, 90 minutes to maybe two hours set in this place. The entire set, this guy stood in front of the bar, directly opposite me, shouting, Johnny Cash! <laughs> Johnny Cash! <laughs> I'm like going, <laughs> yes. No? <laughs> <coughs> wow. We get oh. some characters at our shows, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. You've got to, see, that's the thing, like, um, leaving the whole live thing i i understand it because it can't take a, a lot out of you and we we didn't even tour that much but like you know it can it can take a lot of you a lot of energy and but you're gonna miss obviously because those experiences those experiences you know even the sort of kind of quirky bad ones are good you know like i've got so many good memories of of being going to different areas of the country and playing gigs and stuff and just sort of even the crappy gigs were, were great because th- you've got those memories and i guess you don't get those anymore when you don't play them yeah yeah that, there's a part of me who thinks like oh well if i stop doing darth elvis live will i do something else musically like yeah. so I still get a gig um i haven't really thought too much about it i'm gonna wait to get the, the these gigs done um obviously sci-fi weekender it's gonna be a blast uh and like my last appearance there, which is sad in itself. But mm. um, uh, yeah, I think, as I said, hashtag Cantina 2 is going to be uh, the, the right one for me to retire on. Um, but as I say, never say never. Um, I know somebody will pick up. I, I mean, I've already been booked for my first private gig uh, <laughs> uh, after retirement. Um, I can't tell you what exactly. It's not, oh. no, no, nothing, nothing. Nothing, yeah, it's exciting, but I can't tell you what it's uh, what it is. A but, sturdy um, oil baron, and he... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still made the money. <laughs> no, um, so yeah, first private one, but uh, yeah, I think I'll see how I'm feeling after that, and um, keep working, keep putting music out there, yeah, and when the when the mood if the mood comes back to, I need to get back out there doing it again, or the 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 right gig comes up, um. Yeah, I'll, I'll maybe dust off the robes and get back out there. But so we may very well have Darth, El- Darth Elvis, Revenge of the Sith. Maybe, maybe. I'm thinking uh, there's at some point there might have to be a Darth Elvis comeback special. Uh, as I say, get the leather jumpsuit on, but I need to get the, <laughs> need to get the right the right waistline. Get get some hair. Uh, you can't have mine. <laughs> on a tanning bed or something. <laughs> uh, what, so oh. what? Did, what, did, what does your wife think about you? Sort of, kind of giving up the live stuff. I think she's, she's fine with it. I think she realizes that uh, I'm going to miss it. Um, yeah, I've been, I've been a bit up and down mental health and stuff during COVID and stuff uh, hit me, and uh, yeah, I. I try and carry the weight of the world on my shoulders too much and that, and that was getting to me uh, in my head for band stuff as well I was taking thinking about things too much and uh, one reason I, came, I was on Facebook constantly so I'm now off I came off Facebook as well oh, yeah um, I was still on Facebook not but it's you know I've got my I've got the other guys looking after that or I'm in, looking after it via Instagram <laughs> which I'm still on um, I came off Twitter and came off Facebook just to kind of uh, clear the mind and stuff and uh, try to mellow myself out a wee bit and 
you know, the exercise and stuff's helping with yeah. that as well. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask, like, how did you find lockdown? Was it, is it like, no, you, it's kind of impacted your, your mental health? I mean, was it quite just rough in general? Well, it was rough for everyone, to be fair. Yeah, it's rough for everyone. I think uh, it was quite a creative period for me because um, I, although I wasn't out gigging, I was still writing and recording stuff. Um, I bought, in fact, sitting across from me is my sort of, some uh, recording gear I used to record mics at the vocals at home, which I bought during lockdown. Um, and I would never have ever considered doing that in the past. So for that, I think it was good creatively for me. Um, it's opened up sort of avenues for me to do like, like home recording. I've got into you know, editing stuff on the laptop a bit more. Um, did a lot of virtual Gigs did obviously there was a sci-fi uh, weekend or virtual sci-fi sci-fi in the sky wasn't it yeah that's it in the sky um, I did that and a couple of sci-fi con did a virtual thing for that um, I don't know if you've heard of a bar in LA called Scum and Villainy Cantina it's like a yeah, yeah, yeah. no but I want to go there it is brilliant it's uh, it's decked out like the the cantina um, oh nice so I went there back in 2018 and. Uh, yeah, fell in love with the place. Um, but during lockdown, they do like a karaoke night on a Thursday, so they did that virtually whilst lockdown was on. Oh, nice. So I kind of got involved in that, just doing Darth Vader stuff. Uh, and it was good because, you know, every week folk would be like, oh, is Darth Vader going to appear? And there I was. And like, yeah, got really so that was cool. That kind of kept the uh, kept the the mood up, you know, when uh, you weren't out there performing. Um, so. That definitely helped, and as I say, recording uh, uh, and some of the other crazy stuff that happened during lockdown, like uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music came out. I managed yeah. to get my uh, video of my family and myself. Uh, yes, you were. You were in the end credits. You, yeah. you were in the credits, weren't you? Holy shit, were you? Yes. Yeah, yeah in the end credits, and uh, I'm also. I also did a Guinness World Record uh, attempt with like a virtual air guitar. The yeah. world's most simultaneous, the Guinness World Records of the, the most simultaneous air guitarists uh, in one sitting. Um, so I've got, I've got a certificate upstairs. No so, That's mad. Yeah. That's really good, man. Yeah, cool. So those, like, you know, sort of crazy things came up in, in lockdown, which, you know, possibly wouldn't have happened. So it was, uh, although it was uh, not a good time for everyone, we you know, made the best of it. And uh, mm. It was uh, had some good times. Homeschooled yeah. the kids. Homeschooled the kids. Which oh was, yeah, oh yeah, man. I yeah, a lot of people, just... Pete included, weren't too keen on the whole. It was. Um, I mean, to me, from the eldest, I basically said, right, here's a laptop. You know what to do. You got Google Classrooms. You just go and do. It. Got any questions? Speak to us. Mike, like our my, my second son, he's going to be my first son. Good, like, like laptop. You know what to do. Any questions, speak to us. Rick, like who's was what four then? Right, we've got to sit down together and do school lessons, aren't we? So that basically like that was me taking up for the day. Yeah. And I mean like um my Katie would kind of come along and like take her help with Rick every now and then so I could get some work done or we've got all the work done, then right, I'd get some work done afterwards. But it took up a lot of time. But as you say, that there, there were kind of these um moments of like where that just stand out for you. I mean, like, say, Sci-Fi in the Sky. I mean, like, I couldn't make it during the day, but like, oh, great, okay. Darth Elvis is on in the evening. Great, I'm going to book that. 
<laughs> and it was just great just listening to it. Um, when my dog, my, my eldest birthday, their thirteenth uh, birthday was was during lockdown. We couldn't go out. You couldn't have any friends. You couldn't see c- celebrate anything. But it was same day as clap for the NHS. And like we live in a small village, and so everyone's comes outside and clapping and banging uh, pots and pans, and then everyone started singing "Happy Birthday" to my daughter. Oh, cool! That was <laughs> that was either. So like, so actually, it was a you know horrific time, and you know I would not want to go for it again. But you know, you you've made the best of it, and the, these bright moments kind of stand out. I mean, my wife even works. I was gonna say even level up. Leroy doing he was doing like DJ sets from his house, yeah. and that was that was cracking and. That became a bit of a family event, you know. Um, once the two younger ones went to bed, uh, my wife and Elliot would uh, watch watch uh, Leroy do his thing virtually and uh, comment and like uh, get a good little community going for that as well. So yeah, those sorts of things were great for uh, and me and my neighbours. Again, we, I live in a very small village and. Uh, we would do doorstep shots. <laughs> we would see what we've got in the house. What kind of random shots do we have? And we'd like pour some shots and run, leave them on their doorstep, ring the doorbell, and run home. <laughs> yeah. And we'd just go, oh, shots. <laughs> no, All these daft things which uh, kind of made it like uh, it was a, you know. You made the best of it. Yeah, made yeah. the best of the times, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, I mean like, I've also, I remember t- um, because the especially in that first lockdown when there weren't that many cars in the road because people were really taking the lockdown seriously. I took my eldest two out on the bikes and she said, "Right, we are going to learn how- road safety for your bike because there weren't any barely any cars around, so we just took advantage of it." And yeah, yeah it's and my wife and I work from home pretty much full time. We I see more of her now than we did ever did pre pandemic, so it was a rough time. Wouldn't want to see it again. Um, I miss seeing my parents because they live 150 miles away. Mm. But no, we made we made the best of it that we could, and it's really impressive, like how the kind of famous the, the community kind of came together and supported each other, like the sci-fi in the sky and like the level of Leroy's kind of uh, virtual DJ events. Yeah, yeah, it's been really good, uh, and I was quite lucky with I got furloughed from my work. Uh, at the time, which at the time I was like, Ooh, and then obviously homeschooling, it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I hadn't been uh, furloughed, that would have been a nightmare. Yeah. But, but thankfully I was, and I had that time. And just to see the difference in the kids uh, learning in that period yeah. uh, was kind of rewarding enough for, so to make it worthwhile, I think. Um, but since then, after being getting back to work, I left that job and now I work from home full time. So, oh, nice, <laughs> uh, which is great. And uh, my wife's just got a new job, so she's going to be working from home most of the Brilliant. time as well. So, we're both going to be here. So, we'll be sick of the sight of each other. So, I might, <laughs> I might be back gigging. <laughs> just me, you will, you kind of really appreciate just how much you know, spending time together means you go. I mean, I get to have my dinner with with Kalia every day, and it's just fantastic. We yeah. didn't do that before because I'd be working from home, Kelly would be working in the office. Yeah. So yeah, you really do appreciate it. Well, that's one yeah. of the good things. Like the, I think lockdown had a very sort of. It, there was a lot of you know it it did affect the mental health a lot for a lot of people, um, but I think it had its sort of kind of plus sides. You know, it 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 changed how most people work um, these days, and like especially in my office, you know, there was very much you have to wear a suit, you have to be in every day. You know, now and again, you were allowed to wear your normal clothes. It's gone to now. 
you know i'm i work from home pretty much full time now i don't have to sort of there's no there's no issues with it they've you know they've said you, you should come into the office two or three times a two or three times a, a week um but you know they're not really that sort of bothered about it and you know you don't really need you don't need to wear a suit anymore and there's a lot more flexibility when it comes to letting people do things and stuff and i, I feel like you know i can i think i'm a bit more productive now because i'm not i'm not spending an hour and a half two hours traveling you know in the morning and then in the evenings to get back and forth from work and stuff and being able to do a bit more i can get up i'm not i'm sleeping a bit better i'm ha you know I'll like, happily work a bit later now because, you know, I was going to be traveling at that point in time anyway and stuff. And so it's got its sort of, you know, sil yeah. silver lining, as it were. I think it was a, I think it was very much a wake-up call for a lot of people to kind of, you know, reevaluate their priorities mm. and find out what's important for them. And I think in that case, it was a plus, as much as a pandemic can be a plus. Like, don't get yeah. me wrong, I, I, miss, I miss sort of, uh, you know the camaraderie, all my, you know, you know the, the team I was with and stuff. Got on with them really well and stuff. But you know, I can still talk to people online and things like that. And the whole like I'm spending a small fortune on travel and stuff, you know. And especially now, because my my mortgage is going yeah. up about two hundred quid um, a month, um, which is mad. Um, and I'm on my own, so it's just like that's not great. So having to go into work and spending grand a year on travel. Uh, as well as all the other stuff that goes on top of that, it's just like yeah, that, it's I I think I would have been broke if it, this had happened, and I'd have to go into work, and there's no way I could afford to pay for this house. Mm. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, right. one thing I was going to ask. Sorry, like Matt, you were saying no, no, Pete, carry on. Okay, so you mentioned um, Falcon to Pieces coming out. Any other tracks you got lined up? Ooh, that you can talk about. I can talk about. Um, I've got a new one, as I say, a new one coming out on Wednesday. Um, uh, can you see what it's called? It's a, it's a, it's an oldie okay. that I used to play, but it's a reworking of an oldie. So it's um, a little less disintegration. Another <laughs> to play that one. Um, nice. I know that one. I'm, I'm, that's a fantastic one live. So we used to do that one about Boba Fett, but I rewrote it. A, couple of years ago about the mandalorian and i've just never got around to doing yeah. anything with it um so I, I recorded that uh for the premiere of mandalorian coming out on wednesday Brilliant. Uh, my my teenagers edited a music video for it um <laughs> they've got to get the family involved you know uh, absolutely <laughs> I don't have to pay him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's going to, he's done that for me and uh, I'm going to, I've just got to bang on some subtitles and get that uh, loaded up for Wednesday. So yes. uh, that's a Wednesday. Um, I'm down Manchester way middle of March um, to rehearse with the Blues Harvest. Okay, cool. Um, for Sci-Fi Weekender and also obviously uh, Hashtag Contina 2. Um, so whilst down there, there's a possibility I might do some recording as well with Andy for Dorf Elvis and Friends. Um, we've got a track in mind for that. One I've been, uh, one that's been on the back burner for 16 years. It's one I've, oh, always, wow. one I've always wanted to record. Um, and uh, it, now's the time to get it done. We, um, we had a wee get together last August in, um, Andy's family have got a, like a holiday home in uh, Dumfriesshire. Uh, so we went down, we had a band practice in Dumfriesshire last August. 
and we played it, played that song acoustically there, and uh, I was like, oh yeah, the arm, the hairs were standing up. It's like finally getting to do this song, and so that's the plan. We'll hopefully record that in March, um, and if we're lucky, maybe get that out in April. Um, but I don't want to rush it. Again, I want to make sure it's it's interesting. Yeah, spot on, spot interesting. on. So. Interesting. Um, but other than that, yeah, I'm 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 trying to get into position where I'm recording uh, more frequently, and I'm hoping to get to the point where I'll be releasing a new track every month. Especially because wow. especially I can you know do it from the house, um, and I, I, the guys can record their bits at home, or I've got. Uh, other sort of backing track versions of some of the tracks I've done in the past and some of the ones I've been toying with for years. Um, one, I'm, one I'm also keen to do once I uh, nail the vocals <laughs> is uh, I rewrote Take On Me by AHA, uh, <laughs> but it's uh, Kenobi. <laughs> um, yeah, I can see that works. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Kenobi, we, yeah, Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> uh, so that's one. It's one I again. I wrote that. I want to say two or three years ago, and I've just never got around to doing anything with it. Um, I'm just trying to decide if I'm going to do it the Aha way or the like. The is it real big fish? Did it as a yeah, ska kind yeah, of version? Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I'm I'm swaying towards a ska kind of version at the moment. Um, okay. So yeah, I need to get that one done. Uh, yeah, there's lots of you could so, call it the Starkiller version. It would be really <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've got um, yeah. When when I started with Dark Elves and Friends back, oh, was it twenty? That's, oh, geez, oh, 2019, 2020, we started doing stuff together virtually again, um, like remotely. Uh, I wrote down a list of all the songs I've got lyrics for. Or I've got partial lyrics for, or just ideas uh, that kick it about, and it was like well over a hundred songs. Oh wow! Um, and I gave them to <laughs> I gave them to Andy uh, and Carl from the band, and they went like Andy went through with a highlighter. And went, yeah, green, definitely we need to do these, and yeah, amber, yeah, red, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't too many reds but uh, <laughs> the red ones seem to be heavier songs the like uh the metallica ch- stuff i would be like coming up with and... okay metallica star was that just sounds awesome <laughs> enter enter sand people ah uh, yes yes <laughs> so the, do it. It, it there is a again it there is a version of it on my youtube but it's it's hidden <laughs> it uh, is okay. on there but uh, i might put it out so i think it was a again it was a cosmic karaoke the thing they did for scum and villainy yeah and i think it was dressed as santa claus in the video <laughs> um again random but uh I'm thinking, of well, different, yeah. I'm thinking of different metallica songs you could do now i'm just trying <laughs> to think of ones like i'm just thinking battery will you have any merchandise or uh well T-shirts or CDs with you at Sci-Fi Weekend or Cantina? Uh, Sci-Fi Weekend, I will definitely have CDs. Um, T-shirts, possibly. They're on order. It's just wherever the order arrives in time. Of course. Um, uh, I need to order some. I'm order some stickers next. Um, but hashtag Cantina, definitely. If everything goes correctly, the T-shirts are right. They should. Funny, it was T-shirts, patches. CDs and stickers uh, for hashtag Cantina. So, 
because um, it's my final show, uh, I got a special patch made called Oh, the, nice. The Last Dang. Uh, <laughs> Darth Elvis and Carbonite uh, on the patch. Um, oh, amazing. Which was designed by uh, John from Puppet, Puppet Cinema. Oh, yeah. They're, they're going to be at uh, Sci Fi Weekend as well, aren't they? Yeah, yeah so nice. So Andy's a multi-talented man, isn't he? Yeah, he's very much Blues so. Blues Harvest, Starfells and Friends, Puppets, and uh, yeah, just... Um, so yeah, lots of merch for there, and uh, obviously Hashtag Katina, they'll have their own um, merch, which the first event, they didn't order enough, it sold out within yeah within minutes. Well, set aside a medium t-shirt for me, please, if it arrives in time, and, I will, pick, and I will pick it up at Sci-Fi Weekend, fingers crossed. Will do, yeah, hopefully uh, I, I approved the proof today, so that's what's it's almost it's almost three weeks still to go, isn't it? Yeah. So fingers crossed. They're usually quite quick delivery yeah. these guys. So. And a CD. And a CD, please. CD. Yeah, I'll have them with me. <laughs> Thank you very much. Awesome. No, because I um I remember when it was first released, and it's one of those things. Either you at event or ours, and we never seemed to kind of mesh at the time when you, you had the CDs with you. And then I was kind of like, listen, get a CD. I want a CD. <laughs> and they forgot. So I was like. Well, I've started putting all the stuff we're doing on Bandcamp as well. So um, nice. there is, there's a Darth Elves and Friends Bandcamp and there's a Darth Elves and Pedials Bandcamp for the old, the old album, yeah. um, Christmas singles. But yeah, so we did like Dancing Queen recently. Um, one of our one of our fans in America sent lyrics. So that's the first time I've ever let somebody else write lyrics for a Darth Elves song. Um, but they were too good not to do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, nice. The so, song called Naboo Queen. Uh, <laughs> very good. Yeah. Uh, another one I, I'm, I'm particularly proud of I did during uh, lockdown was um, I'm a big fan of a podcast called Rebel Force Radio. Yeah. It's like, it's the biggest Star Wars podcast yeah. in the world. Um, but they, for, I think it was the Bad Batch after shows, they started saying chut chut all the time, which was a, a line from... Uh, um, Attack of the Clones, um, Anakin speaks to Watto. Chut, chut, Watto. <laughs> so I rewrote Lionel Richie's hello. Uh, <laughs> call it chut, chut. Is it Shmi you're looking for? Which is Anakin's <laughs> man. <laughs> uh, there's a couple of lyrics in that yeah. I'm particularly proud of. So uh, I need to do a proper recording of that one as well. I did a, a rough recording for that. It's on YouTube, but um, yeah, I'll do a proper Proper recording of that down the line. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, I'm definitely going to be checking them out when they're released. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, well, <laughs> it's, uh, well, actually, before we go, because we didn't do this last time, we um, we did. So we do this thing now where we have a bit of a. It's kind of like a pop quiz, like uh, uh, twenty questions sort of thing. So you you choose a franchise. It can be Star Wars. It can be Star Trek. It can be whatever you want. Any sort of geeky franchise, as long as. We understand what it is and you choose a character and then we've got uh we've got uh 60 seconds to try and guess who that character is um so i will i will start you off with one so basically i will okay. i will name a car i will name a franchise you have to name the character you've got 60 seconds to try and guess you can ask me questions and i'll answer it back and then uh obviously you can think of one yourself so um pete get thinking of one not too obscure Please or not want Pete either does super obscure that nobody understands or so easy that you get it pretty much straight away. So, and in between <laughs> one, please. So I will give you one. Obviously, Darth Elvis. So it's Star Wars. Sixty seconds. Go. Are you male or female? 
Male. Films. Are you in the films? He's in a film, yes. Are you in the prequels? Nope. Sequels? Uh, no. Original Original originals, yes, he's in the originals. <laughs> okay, are you in A New Hope? Yes. Are you Back. in uh, Empire Strikes Back? Nope. Are you in The Cantina? Nope. Are you in Return, Return of Jedi? You're not in Return of Jedi. He's not in Return of Jedi. Okay. Are you are you an Imperial? Nope. Are you a rebel? I am a rebel. Okay. Uh, are you human or alien? Human. Are you an X-wing pilot? I am an X-wing pilot. Are you Biggs? I am not Biggs. Are you uh, uh, gold leader? No. Are you Porkins? I am Porkins. Very good. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> Very good. Sit on the minute as well. Very good. So I am Porkins. Yeah. That, 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 that reminds me. So when Star Wars Star Wars Rebels was announced, uh, was it, it Star Wars Celebration Essen uh, in Germany? And Dave Filoni is. Uh, so oh yeah. Showrunner uh, was on stage talking about Rebels, and they, we got you got to ask questions. You could send tweets and stuff. And my question was, will we see a skinnier version of Jack Porkins and find out how he became the man he is today? <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and that got asked on stage the day Filoni, and he said that actually did come up in the conversation. <laughs> uh, <for Star-Lib. laughs> yeah. Right, so Pete, have you got one for us? I have, yep. Okay, what's the franchise? Star Wars. Star Wars again. You okay. had to ask. Okay, right. So Star Wars again. Sixty seconds. Go. Original trilogy. Um. Yes. Um. Okay. Are they oh. in the prequels? No. Are they in sequels? No. Okay. Uh, are they in all three films? Yes. Neil. Are you? Yes. Are you an Imperial? No. Are you a rebel? Yes. Rebel films. Um, and you're in all three films? Yep. Are you on board the Falcon? No. Uh, are you... Did you say you're Imperial? No, Rebel. Rebel, rebel. Sorry, rebel, rebel. Um, all three films? Yeah. Okay, and this isn't... Okay. Are you Wedge Antilles? No, are good. You an, are you an X-Wing pilot? No. Are you... Oh, 60 seconds now. Okay, so last last question each, and then we can guess. Um, okay, so we've got male, rebel, in the, in the original films, though you kind of went, mm. so part of me is kind of thinking they're not he a massive said, part. You said all three films as well. And I think he's got a sort of like a bit part in all three films. Uh okay, let's see. So And they uh, weren't on board the, they weren't on board the Falcon. They were not on board the Falcon. Okay, so that discounts those guys. So hmm. is it Wedge? Nope. No. Uh, no. No, I'm. I'm... Oh, the blank. Go on then, Pete. Akbar. Is he in all he's three? In, he's in no, the background. He's, he not, he's not in a New Hope. He's only in Jedi. Is he? 
Yeah. Oh, no. Pete, that's what are you doing, this um, man? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, what? Get background of, of um, Empire during the uh, retreat. No, just Jedi. You yeah. don't introduce him to Jedi, <laughs> and he's in the sequels as well. Yeah, was he? Pete, yeah. Peter. Wow, he Peter Ray Allison. Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> you, you have just lost all your nerd oh, cards. Goodness me, that's every, a massive failure on my Every single one of them right now. <laughs> I was sitting there kind of going, Hi, who is this person that's not... I know, I was just my like, apologies. I, I was convinced he was in all three of them. Like, right, where would he have been in the first one, though? Because there's no... there's no. I thought that during the... When they all gathered round for the assault on the Death Star and doing the planning, I, assumed, I thought I'd spotted him. In the background, okay. I admit it's been a couple of months since the last watch there, New Hope. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, so let me just, just, just in the off chance, Pete, because we were giving you a hard time. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get his Wikipedia up, just in the off chance that he's sort of like, you know, calamari um, admiral from the right. Uh, let's see, where is he? We've got... <laughs> hey, Mon Cal, I think. You Mon Calamari. Uh, admiral you don't see Akbar. any cows until the third one. Um well, I'm going to bow down to the expert that is Darth Elvis, to be fair. I don't trust Wikipedia compared to Darth Elvis. <laughs> yeah, he's just a uh, last appearance, the last Jedi. Uh, oh. Gets, yeah, blown so... out the, the, gets blown out of the spaceship when uh, the TIE fighter shoots oh, it. Yeah. Leia gets sucked out into space and does... The oh, worst, okay. thing, I, I, the worst I, I scene in Star Wars history. I, I didn't I was... realise that was... Um, I thought just thought that was another Mon Calamari admiral. I didn't realise it was meant to be uh, Akbar. Yeah, it's him. And in, in, in uh, Rise of Skywalker, uh, there's a Mon Calamari who's Akbar's son. Yeah, yeah. I want to, okay. I want to say like Aktib, Aktib or something like that. Aktab or something. Okay, okay. I'm gonna talk talk about Mary Poppins Leia. That, that was that upset. I, I I love the Last Jedi. I'm one of the I'm one of the big Last Jedi lovers. Yeah, uh, I, <laughs> I love it. I, I I didn't I didn't hate it. I just that moment where she just sort of kind of flew out of you know came back and sort of I love the way they they sort of kind of tried to make up for it in the um you know um what was the last one called um Rise of Skywalker Rise, Rise of Skywalker so they kind of went like she was trained with Luke beforehand so that's where she's got her Jedi powers from and you know this is that so that's the baby but even so it was just like she sort of kind of flies out and then comes back in and it's just like. <sighs> <laughs> you know that being said that being said i'm glad she survived because her moment in the rise of skywalker was really you know just having that moment in that film was mm. quite a beautiful thing and i the rise of skywalker for a lot of people hated it but it, for me it was like the end of an era like it was just my childhood sort of kind of mm. the swan song of it and stuff and you know you know, I, I got quite teary. I, in fact, my entire family, bar my mother, who was asleep because she sleeps through films. Then my <laughs> brother, sister, me, me crying through it and stuff, just kind of go, oh, it's our childhood over now. It's it, gone. But I'm kind of glad they kept her alive because part of me was just like, when after The Last Jedi, I was just like, should have just killed her, man. Should have just killed her and not just carried it mm. on. But I'm glad. I'm glad that they did stuff and i'm glad yeah. that chewie got his, his he got his medal finally that was a really big moment for me it's like chewie <laughs> finally got the medal that he deserves you know yeah yeah long deserved yeah long deserved okay so what's your who's your who's your franchise are we going for star wars again or are we going for something different i was uh, let's stay with star wars okay star wars 60 seconds no original films nope 
Uh, prequels. Sequel. No. Sequel trilogy. No. TV shows. What was sorry? What was it? Cartoons. Are they nope. animated? Sorry, no. Live action TV shows. Nope. Oh, c- comic books. Nope. Books. Nope. TV special. No, yes. holiday special. Sorry, you meant. Yes. A holiday special. Okay. <laughs> Oh no, oh, not the dude. holiday special. You are evil. You oh are man, evil. oh god. I try, I, to, for, I, I try to forget that as much as I can. Okay. Right. Uh, um, is it during the live action segments or is it during the yes, uh, live action segments? Is, okay. is, is he a part of the is he a Wookiee? No. Oh, uh, that would be good though. I should have done that. Yeah. yeah. No. Um oh god. Are they human? Yes. Oh, you make me think about the, the Star Wars holiday special. I will never forgive you. First. Well, that's one minute. <laughs> it's now. That's one minute. Um, I have uh, no other guesses because I just try to blank that out completely. Um, I, I am Akmina, the uh, B. Arthur from the Golden Girls in <laughs> the uh, cantina. Oh, <laughs> yes. Okay. Well played, sir. Yeah, you are good. vicious evil man. <laughs> yeah, okay. I love, I love the Golden Girls. I love... Holiday special. The thing is, I can't even uh, argue. It's not obscure because people know about it. They just try to forget about it. It's just one of those things. <laughs> I think every Star Wars fan's got a bootleg DVD or video oh, of the man. holiday special. Yeah. No? I think, oh. what, what did George Lucas say? If he had enough time and enough hammers, he'd go around and try and break every copy of it he could find. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's right. on YouTube. Yeah, nice yes. copy. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. It's gone for the world now. Right, Greg, it's been an absolute privilege again. Um, and good luck with the final gigs. Um, and good luck with Sci-Fi Weekender. Um, I look Thank forward to much. hearing some of the new tracks. And, um, yeah, by all means, let us know if you've got anything else coming back. And if you do have a comeback, please do come back and uh, let us know. Well, do thank you very much for having me. And if, uh, you know, I don't know if there's any tickets for Sci-Fi Weekender left. or I don't, They tend to sell out early, do they? If there's tickets left, come to the Sci-Fi Weekender and see Dark Elves and Blues Harvest. And if you're at Celebration Europe in London, uh, get your tickets axs.com for hashtag Cantina 2. My final performance, last dang. Right. dang. <laughs> right. For, well, for, for, for me, I've been Matt Geary. With me tonight has been Peter I. Ellison. Good night, everyone. And Greg Robertson. Hot dang, everyone. <laughs> night, everybody. Bye-bye. Hot dang. Bye.